Hello out there in podcast line and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by my co-host, Adam. Hello. Today we're watching movie requests that come to that came to us via an, via an iTunes review. Let me read you the review first. I don't know if you read this review yet, Adam. Uh-oh. It is three guys sitting around talking about movies. By the way, we got four stars. It is th- yeah, we do. It is three guys sitting around talking about movies. Actually, not very spoilery, but it's a better name than some guys watching movies. Sure, they could stand to do at least a little research into the movie they're watching. Oh. I do I do plenty of research, oh my. sir. Hold on a second. Oh it, gets wor- oh, it gets worse, Adam. I think this is more maybe towards you. Uh-oh. Sometimes their lack of knowledge about the actors and their names. Uh, that's fair. Genre? <laughs> Or whatever has me yelling back at them. But that just means they can be engaging. However, when I'm driving into work, I like nothing better than to listen to these three goofballs ranting on some tangent about some incredibly small minutia. I've already just about completed their entire back catalog in just one month. I have a really long commute. Mm. Now they usually do B-movies or movies that just plain stink. However, they have hit some really good ones, too. If they wish to tap into the one movie that has been sitting at the top of my stink list ever since I saw it back in 1986... I was the only person in the theater, and the movie had only been out one week. I can usually find at least one thing to like about any movie, but Solar Babies with Jason Patrick and Jamie Gertz is just horrible. Download the podcast, stick it in your ear holes, and enjoy. What else are you going to do? Listen to Pat Boone's rendition of Enter Sandman? All right. Your request (laughs) has been answered, Zombie Joker, and we will be discussing Solar Babies today. All right. Thanks for the, uh, the request. He's like you, Adam. Uh, where this, you, whenever you discover a podcast, you got to listen to the back. Oh yeah, catalog. For sure. Absolutely. I did that. I've only done that once with one podcast. Okay. It's called Doughboys. It's two comedians who go to chain restaurants and review them. And when I discovered it, it was like episode nineteen, eighteen. Okay. So I was like, wow, these guys are hilarious, and I want to go back because they rate and review the restaurants and they give it forks so like one to oh, five forks interesting so the first episode i listened to i think was chick-fil-a oh so what? i went back and, right. and they did like chili's denny's uh burger king carl's jr like they, it's all chain restaurants it's a really good podcast i think you'd like it interesting so i went I, I caught it early enough for me to do the back catalog but usually i don't do that because if i just discover a podcast and it's like episode 50 i'm like oh, i'm not gonna go. i'm just gonna start from here and see what goes oh down. even at 50 yeah I, I don't think I, I have too many I listen to every day. Yeah. Well, see, I, I started nervous when they were on episode like 600. I know. And I went all the way back to the beginning. I know. I, I think I've caught up to where I was when I first started listening. But since that time, they've made another 200 podcasts. So I'm yeah. still some behind. But uh, speaking of food reviewing shows, uh, we have one on, on Rat Pack Podcast Network, actually. Uh, Top Shelf, where we oh, review yeah, restaurants. Right. We don't do forks or anything, but uh, and they're not <laughs> chain restaurants. They're more... Uh, <laughs> Little fancy hole in the walls uh, that have fun stories and amazing foods. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Top Shelf. Ratbackpodcast.com slash Top Shelf. Uh, let me hit you um, with the synopsis for Solar Babies, Adam, and who starred and directed it. This oh, movie- wait, hold on. Yeah. Zom- Zombie Joker? Yeah. That's, that's his name? Uh, how do we not spoil the movies, though? We, we, if, if you haven't watched the movie and listened to this podcast, the, uh, then it's completely spoiled. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this movie was directed. Oh, and by the way, Zombie Joker, I apologize for the lateness of this. You posted this a few weeks ago, but we had our uh, 100th anniversary oh, episode yeah. of 
face off, which we were dying to do. Yeah. Not 100th anniversary. It was our 100th episode. 100th episode. Then we had to do the spoilies. The spoil, yeah. So we kind of three years in the back burner, but here it is. Here we go. And we already said at the end of spoilies, we're doing hackers. So then we had to push it back another week. Right. Okay. This so episode two in season three. Yes. Or season four? Three. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> this is, uh, this movie was directed by Alan Johnson. Alan Johnson, Adam, is notable because this is the first movie he ever directed. Want to know what thing, want to know what his job was in the entertainment business before this? It sounds like a f- familiar name. He was a choreographer on various award shows and musicals. Okay. So not familiar at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Alan that's Johnson. the guy who's directing your movie about like, Futuristic kids on oh, rollerblades. Oh, that puts a little bit of things in perspective. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this movie stars Jason Patrick, Jamie Gertz, Richard Jordan, Lucas Haas, and Charles Durning. Synopsis. In a bleak post-apocalyptic future ruled by a militaristic protectorate, a group of renegade teenage orphan friends find a legendary miraculous orb, Bodai, that can supposedly bring the rain back to dried up earth. Supposedly is in the synopsis. <laughs> They don't have faith in their own movie. <laughs> uh, I ask this every episode. This is no different. Have you ever seen this before, Adam? I've never even I- heard of this. I never heard of this until I got this review. All right. So. Uh, what do you want to do with this episode? Do you want to go through the story? Is there enough story to cover? Do you just want to talk the, about the story, stuff? We can, the story will end in like 10 minutes. Do you just, just want to talk way. about it? Yeah, let's talk about but, it. Like, let's pretend we walked out of the theater in 1986. Okay. And um, let's just talk about it. They, they, there's a lot of different things happening in this. Yes. Before we recorded, I told you I felt like somebody pitched a sci-fi movie, a sports movie, yeah, a Mad Max movie, and they were just like, well, we only have budget for one movie, so let's just throw it all in one. Right. Because it has all those elements. It has yes. a sports movie, which is like the weird lacrosse rollerball it's, game. It's rollerball. Did we do rollerball on this podcast? I want to. I want to get your friend. Oh yes, Jen. On. The roller derby. But it has to be the rollerball remake, the one with L Cool J. Yeah, L Cool J. Yeah. Because the original one with James Con is badass. That's oh, a badass it? movie. Oh, we oh. got to do the remake. Okay, yes, remake is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's elements of rollerball in there. Uh-huh. There's uh, elements of Mad Max. Uh, and it uh, it. I feel like almost the uh, what's that the the host. Somehow, oh, the one we did, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a lot of, yeah, it's a lot of weird things yeah. happening that need to be explained more. Yeah, they, they missed a lot of opportunities to make this movie good. The, the movie starts with a uh, voiceover set giving you all the exposition of this world. Yeah, and it's it's being it's, it's read world. to you by a Charles Durning. Charles Durning is the warden of the orphanage that these kids are stuck in. That old like white guy. Yeah, who you, I'm sure you've seen in movies. Yes, he looks very familiar. Yeah, he's a character actor. He's been in a lot of different things. Charles Durning. Okay, and <laughs> this voiceover is pretty long. I'm like, he's still fucking talking. <laughs> and what's the thing, Adam? Um, scroll text. Scroll text. This is like. Too much scroll text. Yeah, well, you, it's too you, you, much. But then we don't get enough. You have to set up where we are now. Do you know where we are in this world, Adam? What the first line of this scroll text voiceover is? The year is forty-one. Yeah. So what does that mean? <laughs> I, I feel like at, at some point. What does that mean? I, I think that means forty-one years after the apocalypse. Okay. Forty-one years since whatever bang uh-huh. uh, happened in uh, Nuclear City Town, which is weird because I actually I didn't know what this was. So I watched the trailer, and in the trailer they said, 1,000 years in the future. All right. <laughs> so is One, it 1,041? Is it <laughs> Well, maybe it's it's 41 AB after, after bomb. Bo- okay. Or uh, whatever. After whatever happened? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. A W H. It's forty one A W H after whatever happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird world. So so like water's currency, uh and, and kids are being trained in order to fit in the real world. No, I think what's happening is the kids are born and then this Nazi regime takes them to these orphanages. Is that a word? Orphanages? Yeah, they're called they're called orphanages. Okay. So the plural of orphanage is orphanages? Oh, oh, yeah, I guess so. Whatever. They take them to these orphanages. They take, yeah, they take them <laughs> to these places, and it sounds like they're training, they're programming them to be, to become members of the what is it called, the protectorate? Yeah, whatever the society is that they've built, which, yeah. is, which is far away from this area. Yeah, it, it's supposed to be in the future, but they're using technology that's available to them in the eighties. So they ha- in the movie they have a robot, right? Remember yeah. the robot. When they get the orb, yeah. they're like, this thing's so powerful, it can see everything on a molecular level. Yeah. But they're driving around in, like, Nazi bikes. Yeah, the, the cars are weird. They look like they were just put together, like, uh-huh. the, the night before. They look the... like Mad Max cars. Yeah, exactly. No, no, Mad Max cars look like they're put together by metal. Uh-huh. This looks like paper mache or something. Um, okay. And these, it's, like, really, really poorly made. And Low budget, and I'm assuming. And people are walking around in, in rollerblades and That's roller skates. The, the thing I think that bothered me the most about the entire movie was the rollerblading aspect of it. Here's the thing that you shouldn't roll through the desert in. Roller skates. Yes, exactly. Two reasons. One, sand will clog up your wheels. Yep. Two, you're leaving a trail. Right. So yeah. if you run from these orphanages and you're going on skates, they go, oh, I wonder where they went. Oh, look at that trail. Right. It was, but it's, again, it's like they have paved roads everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. But they're covered in a little bit of dirt, so it looks like they're not paved. Uh-huh. But like, no, I think people know how rollerblades work. Uh-huh. Or roller skates. Or some, or some, some are skates, some are blades, right? Or are they all skates? I think the Scorpion group, which okay. is led by that asshole bully yeah. guy, I think they have roller blades. And okay. I think these kids, the solar babies, have roller yeah, they, skates. Yeah, they have skates. At, le- at least most of them do. Yeah. But it's very weird. So uh-huh. in, in, this, in this orphanage, these kids, which, how, when, do, when do you stop being a kid, I guess? When you're 30? <laughs> because some of these some of these kids look really old. Yeah, Jason Patrick, he's the main guy. He looks like he's twenty five. Yeah, and then there's that other guy who is uh he was in who Heroes. Looks like, oh yeah, yeah. He's supposed to be an Indian, I think. Is he supposed to be an Indian? Oh, uh, Wakahasi or Chikasi? Oh, the guy with the owl. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he's supposed to be an Indian, but he's like the whitest the whitest guy in the world. He he was in Heroes. He had he, he was had the power to fly. He's also an Agents of Shield. Wait a minute, that's Peter Petrelli's brother, the mayor. Yes, yes, really. Yes, it was I bothering me. That. It was bothering me, so I was like, I know that guy. Where I know him from? I looked Holy it up. Holy shit. That, that is guy. him. Yes. The face makes sense now. Right. Oh. How is he an Indian? He's like so white. Maybe he's not an Indian. Maybe he's like indigenous to the land they're in. I don't know. Uh, he, 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 a hippie then? Uh, uh, they're in tune with, with animals yeah, and, and the I'd world? Say I'd say his race are more hippie-ish. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, that was it's, it's a weird. So can he communicate with the owls? I don't know. Do the owls? I I think he's <laughs> he's plugged in with the live stream of the of the planet. Uh, oh, that's Final Fantasy Seven reference. Mm-hmm. Um, that little kid is Lucas Haas, who grows up to that the the one who's deaf. I didn't yeah. know that kid was deaf. I didn't know either. I, I thought they th- didn't explain it. I thought exa- th- so many things go unexplained. <laughs> like like I thought he was just wearing like headphones. I thought he was just like yeah. some antisocial kid who exactly. just listened to music. And the scene where he's in like that mine shaft or wherever. Oh my god! And he falls down and his things break. And it's I thought I I kept I had to pause my TV. And right. I'm like, what happened to my sound? Oh shit! He's deaf. They're simulating 
that yeah. he's deaf that he can't hear. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. So when the minecart runs through the wall and he finds this orb, yeah, he's like, "Oh, I got my hearing back." Wait, so this kid's deaf and dumb, <laughs> uh, but dumb in the sense of mentally, not like he can't speak, uh, because he, he he hits some sort of tripwire and the cart's r- coming at him, and he's just like, "Oh, there's a cart coming at me." Better not move. Oh no! This is weird. Oh my god, no! <laughs> then he rolls out of the way. Yeah, it, it, it took too long for him to react to that, uh-huh. and then it goes through a wall. Oh, which uh, the, the, the the okay the the cart is on a rail, mm-hmm. so the rail goes into a wall. I think this. I don't know <laughs> if this thing got derailed <laughs> and then, or and not. Disappears into the wall. Wouldn't that set off some sort of flags of somebody that doesn't know? If you see rails go into a wall and then disappear, like oh, maybe there's something back there. <laughs> I think it might have gotten off its rails somehow. It doesn't matter. uh, That's how this kid finds the orb. Yeah. Bodai. 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 Not Bodhi. I guess this thing is alive or it... By the way, this... Okay. Uh All right. Go ahead. No, no. No, go ahead. Uh, This crew of 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 these youngsters... Solar babies. Solar babies. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, they don't explain where that name comes from, by the way. Mm Mm-mm. Which I feel like... And they're not babies either. It should be... A thing. I mean, the title of the movie should be some explanation at least. Uh-huh. You had a whole twenty-minute dialogue at the beginning to explain where we are. You can't explain what solar babies means. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, this this guy. This uh, there's a guy. There's a black dude in, in this group. Oh yeah. He takes over worst actor uh, from the other black dude in No, Sur- no Retreat, No Surrender. Oh, because his he's oh my god, so over the top about everything. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was very distracting, and he starts breakdancing, and he's like he's playing with Bodhi, yeah. Bodhi, like it's a basketball, right? Very stereotypical. It's yeah, it's, it's same thing with the other him. one. Uh-huh. They, they, they were, didn't they make him do like Michael Jackson dance in, in no, yes. no Retreat? He was dressed like Michael Jackson. Yes, like ah, oh, like, no retreat, no surrender. All right, so here's where we are in this movie. What is what movie? Eighty five. This uh-huh. came out. Eighty six. Eighty six. All right, so this is the time where I think uh, we were being really racist, and it was like going under the radar. Yeah. So like Blazing Movies. Saddles was that, was that around this time? Yeah, it was seventies. Seventy. Okay, before that, fine. But they're like, all right, uh, we we have a full white cast. In fact, we got this other white dude to play an Indian. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we need a black dude. Uh, let's get that guy in here to get him in here, make him dance and do things and beatbox. Uh huh. Like, what the fuck? Like it's so bad. Uh huh. It, it was so distracting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so Bodai is is Bodai like the genie in the lamp? Like whatever you want. He'll grant you. I don't like know. This, like this kid can't hear, and he cures his hearing. Yeah. And then later on, uh, Terry Gatz, uh, Jamie, Jamie Gertz, yeah, is reading some journal, and she's like talking about rain, and out of nowhere, it rains in their room. Yeah, they hear some thunder and lightning, or they hear some thunder. So it seems like in this world, there's never been a rain cloud because at the end of the movie, once they break the dam when the water comes out, yeah, there's also a rain cloud coming. They're like, oh my god, look, it's a real rain cloud. So in this world, they've never seen a rain cloud. They just read about it. They just read about it or heard about it, and they're they're short on water. This world has no water. Supposedly, supposedly. But there's a giant dam. There's a giant dam run by the Nazi yeah. protectorate <laughs> group. I'm just gonna call them the Nazi. That's party. Because that one guy is dressed like in full like Nazi gear. Yeah, I can pretty see that. much. Yeah. So it's it's like a mix of Nazi versus uh, USS Enterprise, uh, circa mixed with like a Star the original Trek series with yeah. Star Wars like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Admiral Officer. Right. Uh, Admiral Star Trek, yeah, yeah, the original series, Star Trek. So, uh, the way they react when they see a rain cloud, they're like, oh my god, it's raining, this is amazing. 
in a world with no water, wouldn't you be like, grab anything that can hold water and get as much of it as you can? But right. But instead, they're kicking the rain. They're yeah, like, they're playing around. Amazing. And there's just a whole lot of things like, hey, come over here. Come over here. For for no purpose. Like, all right, now now you're standing next to me. And that's and that's as far as it goes. Uh-huh. Like, hey, come over here. Get into this. All right. Let's just stand around in the same place mm-hmm. together. That's cool. Oh, we did it. And that Indian guy's watching him. Just checking about like, hmm, this is interesting. What's yeah. going on there? It seems that ball can grant you a wish. Right. And then they start doing this weird thing where their uh, auras are touching each other. That were, did they did Guardians of the Galaxy borrow that? Because <laughs> yeah. remember when he grabbed the stone? Yeah. Peter Quill was like burning up and yeah. then uh, Rocket grabbed his hand and then Drax and everybody yeah. else. Ah, <laughs> and and they had a purple. But for what purpose was and this? And they had a purple aura. Yeah, they did. Did they? Oh, dude! If 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 you found out that they took that from this movie, how that, ma- how mad would you? I'd be? be fine with it. You'd be fine. Yeah, because it, at least because nobody knows about this movie. No, well, really. because in, in Guardians of the Galaxy, it had a purpose. Yeah, it's for too this, powerful for what it shows that them as a group because all of them are solo like guys. Yeah, and that shows that if you work as a group. You're more efficient or effective right. or whatever. Meanwhile, in this movie... <laughs> they just do it for some reason. Yeah, they're, they're already a team, a very cohesive team. They gel uh-huh. well together, uh-huh. and they're just f- high-fiving each other. That's, that's the whole point of this aura, just for what? To do something that they might already do in their own spare time? Touch each other? <laughs> yeah, maybe. And Okay, another weird thing that they, they, don't, they don't explain. Uh-huh. Uh, the opening scene, uh, there's, like a, there's a battle between the solar babies and oh the... My um, on the lacrosse court, yeah, it's yeah, a, yeah so the, the orb- it's an off, it's it's an off-site battle, right? And the scorpions show up, and they're like, "We're gonna kick your ass, solar baby!" So they're playing. So are the scorpions from a different orphanage? No, they're from. Well, that guy they're from the Badlands. No, that guy's in their orphanage. The leader of the scorpion, that that bully, that blonde bully kid. Oh, he's in the orphanage. Oh, okay, but oh yeah, but I think his crew, I guess, because they're but they're being trained though. They, they they have like a coach that the Nazi guy is their coach. Yes, and they have like protection. They're allowed to wander outside of the orphanage, but the other ones aren't. So it's like it's so we what? There's, I'm guessing we're skipping so many things that should be explained. I'm guessing they're so good in this lacrosse game that yeah, they're the best in the land. So they get privileges that the other kids don't. It's like the longest yard type of thing. Yeah, are, are they, <laughs> they're are the, they guards. the guards. <laughs> and the solar baby is uh, Sandler's crew. Yeah. It's like, all right, so they, you're going to let these people with uh, no training and, and homemade pads defeat you? That means that they're defeating me, mm-hmm. and I don't lose. Yeah. It's pretty much this whole thing. Uh, Sing Heil. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's a very weird dynamic. And then, that the, okay, there's that one bully dude who's just a dick for no reason and with no... He's your typical lim- 80s bully, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's, 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 uh, the fa- this is Norah Trino's surrender again. Is that, this, this is oh, the fat guy. Scott? Yeah, Scotty. Scott. Scotty? <laughs> yeah. Just for no reason, like, yeah, hey, I'll be a dick. Why he was, not? He was nominated yes. <laughs> on my best villain of the year category. Yeah. He ultimately lost to Hans Gruber. But. Yeah, well, roughly so. <laughs> yeah, so this guy's just being a dick. He's walking around just punking people. and when Their punishment is to dig, like, kilometers. Yeah, of, thir- a cub- 30 cubic feet or something, or 10 cubic. Yeah, they're cubes. just digging holes. That's their yeah. punishment. And he tries to rape Jamie Gertz. <laughs> Right. He's like, what's up, sweetie? Yeah. And she holds like a shovel to his head, like, get away. And he's like, oh, you're fighting for it, huh? Yeah. So it's like, how is this allowed? <laughs> this The whole point of this orphanage is to train them to be good members of society. Or to train them to be in the protectorate. Right. So why, why is this asshole just getting carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants? Well, I think... Because he can rollerblade pretty well? I don't know. They don't explain it, dude. I didn't know explanation. Because, because he's in the orphanage and these solar babies take off. They escape. Yeah. 
And then out, out, of, out of nowhere, he's the Nazi guy's, like, right-hand man. Like, he's on the right. fucking battlefield with him, like, yeah. look, son, over there, go get them. And then they, they get... So did you get promoted? What the fuck happened? And then at the same time, while he's being promoted, <laughs> he's showing some semblance of of, of a conscience, uh-huh. which he didn't have the entire movie. Now I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this torture stuff. <laughs> you know, that's what I do all day, every day. Yeah. So it's like, well, this, this, the character development there, there's, there's none. It just, like, jumps for no reason. Uh-huh. So, okay. So anyway, so now we're back. Uh, so they, they are, okay, so from the beginning, they're doing this rollerblading game, this, uh, rollerball type of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, the cops show up, like, hey, break up, disperse. They disappear, the kid runs into a cave, he runs into the wall, he whatever, finds a, boat, a globe, boat, they go back home, mm-hmm. they dance in the rain. Um, uh, Indian guy sees him. Indian guy Indian sees guy him. Indian guy steals the boat eye. Yeah. Deaf kid. Knows, I guess he can sense where Bodai is because he made contact with him. Yeah, first. I guess, I guess, I guess Bodai can talk to them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You be, just can't hear it. It'd be nice if we could hear it. <laughs> uh-huh. it, it, it might be uh, something because this kid is like Bodai wants to play. So then they play with him in rollerball. Yeah, and, and dude, they're like playing with this ball like it's a rollerball. Like, what if this thing breaks? Yeah. At one point, he he smashes it like he's like uh uh from Ninja Turtles two. Yes. Uh, 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 the the whole shot that hits Raphael up into the sky in uh-huh. the trash can, the whole Casey Jones shot, mm-hmm. and and it pretty much explodes, and then comes back together. But how did they know that it was going to come back together? <laughs> if the, if this thing is a living thing that just made your little brother here for the first time, uh-huh. why are you trying and to bring you the water, fuck out of it? the yes! most valuable thing in the world? Yes, exactly. Why are you trying to destroy it? <laughs> So weird. Uh huh. So and the balls also has a mind of its own. So and then it's, it's like one, flubber, dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best. This is flubber, yes. just in a in a ball form. Yes, in a sphere form. Absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah. So anyway, Indian guy sees them holding hands in purple haze, uh, steals it, and then runs away. Deaf kid can sense Bodai, so he also leaves. So these kids also take off. But the thing I don't understand is they. Charles Durning, the warden of this orphanage, he tells the kids, what were you doing off-site playing a game of rollerball? The Scorpions challenged us to a game. You know why you can't... You know why they played you out there? Because there's no rules. You have to play them in here. I'm like, so what the, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, so is, is that a thing? Is that a like, form of... <laughs> is, is this the, the orphanage's version of the college uh, sports? That our orphanage fights other orphanages we're trying to train to get better? I don't know. They never explained it. There's nothing. There's no explanation of anything. Uh-huh. We don't, we don't know what the fuck Bodai is saying. Uh, we we don't know what what's what's the purpose of this. Why? Uh, hey, we, I gotta go find him. What I left? Why is there a dam? Well, I kind of get why there's a dam. You want to limit the supply. Of water. Right. That, that's the Mad Max thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Fury Road. Not, yes. not the crappier older ones. Yeah. Uh, oh, Road Warrior. The second one's good. Second one. Yeah, I think Road, that, I think that that's the best the of those three. Yeah, and I then, think. And then Tina Turner came. And the Tina Turner yeah, one is right. ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, if you control the water, you control the world. Right. In this world. But how much fucking water do they have, dude? In this, in this like futuristic world, yeah. where they're using '80s technology, they have like a f- weird, like fucking base of doom that holds yeah. all the water in the world. But they have all this technology with a robot that can like drill into everything, right? But they're still using technology from our current world in the '80s, right? But also, in the meantime, what are they doing there at the camp at the orphanage? Like, if you work a double shift, we'll give you extra water. Otherwise, your water ration gets cut in half. <laughs> okay, but what are they doing? Are they just digging holes? No, that's punishment. So, okay, but what are the, what are the people working for? <laughs> I don't know. What's well, entire the point town. Of this orphanage. Well, entire town. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. What's that? Entire town. That Indian guy gets a job immediately. Like right. they don't explain it. His his like people get massacred, 
And then the next scene, he's coming out of like a tire pit or something. Like, oh, that was a rough day at the oh, office. Yeah, oh yeah. By the way, so and they so. give him <laughs> they give him water. So they're they're at least working for water. But but what are they doing? What is Tire Town? No, no. Do, do they make tires? Are they digging for tires? <laughs> like, they're was this transporting a, tires or re, maybe they're retreading the tires for the uh, for the cars? But everyone rides around on rollerblades. What do you need tires for? For the the really shitty for, shittily made cars. Oh, the Nazi yeah, the Nazi cars. vehicles. So okay, so as far as the story goes, the Indian guy goes, he steals the ball, and he goes to his, the other Indians to give him to give them the ball. Uh-huh. Like, hey, I got this thing, I want to get paid for it. Oh no, no, some some other douchebag wants to get paid for it. He ends up running to the protector of people and saying, hey, I found out that they got a ball somewhere. Oh, all right. Let's torture you for information. Yeah. I came to you. <laughs> I just want to get paid. So they torture him. They go to the tire town. They- no, it's not the tire town. It's the village first. Okay. Tire, town's a diff- tire-, tire town is where the Indian guy goes after his people are massacred. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. Pe- people get massacred. Uh-huh. Uh, the one guy gets uh, detained and he's, he's being interrogated and tortured even though he's volunteering information for uh-huh. money. <laughs> uh, now they're in the safe haven, which is a tire town where they're, they're just, they, the, the point of everybody there apparently is to move tires from point A to point B. And <laughs> it's that's like, it. It's like the Flintstones, the bedrock, where you just have to move rocks from yeah. that did goalie you, to the next goalie. Did you ever see the, the last castle? That was a, oh shit. James Gandolfini yes, movie? Yes, Gandolfini movie. Yeah. Yeah. I watched that. Yeah. They, 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 that was part of the whole thing. Move all the blocks from this side to that side. And then once they're all over there, Move them back. back. Yeah, that's their punishment. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's pretty much that's what they're doing. Except instead of rocks, they're moving tires, apparently. Yeah, but they're getting paid in water for it. I think. See, I don't know what's happening here. Nobody knows what's happening. I don't think they know what's happening. <laughs> well, <laughs> can we talk about those bounty hunters? Oh, my God. <laughs> Th- these are Mad Max bounty hunters. Yes. From the first Mad Max. The- yes, yes, yes. Although, I guess technically also from Fury Road, it's the same guy. But uh-huh. he, uh, yeah, the crazy guy with the one streak in his hair that was eating the ice cream was like, "Woohoo, I'm crazy!" Yeah, <laughs> but so over the top. I, so the way you hire bounty hunters in this world is they have to hang outside of your base and like, "Hey, hire me, hire me, hire right. me." You want a good bounty hunter, don't you? Hire me. And right. the Nazi guy's like, eh, "Pick them." Right. What? It's like you're going to Home Depot and they was like, "Hey, you need guys, you need guys." And one of the the, the the immigrant workers uh-huh. come out and like, "Yes, yeah, it's, it's the same kind of concept." Bounty hunters to me are supposed to be badasses. Yes, these people look pathetic, uh, dude. That's like Darth Vader is is outside. That's like Boba Fett's hanging outside of Darth Vader's like starship. Right, exactly. And he's like, "Hey, uh, you need a job done?" And Vader's yeah. like, "Pick him." Yeah, need some help? I can help you. I can help you. Get back, you animal. Oh, he. <laughs> oh, <laughs> go, which, <laughs> what's up with that guy's cane? I don't know. Charles Durning is growing like flowers or something in the desert, and Charles, and then the Nazi guy's like, hmm, and he has a cane that illuminates heat or it kills plant life. Remember that? I missed that part. I yeah. Guess. So Charles Durning is talking to the Nazi and the guy. Plot point. <laughs> He's talking to this guy, <laughs> and that guy has a cane, and it can it 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 irradiates irradiates immense heat enough to instantly welt flowers. Huh. But then that never comes into play later in the movie. You see. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? He uses the cane to hit the like bounty hunter at the gate. Yeah, but he doesn't use that heat thing again. Right. Which I feel like if your arm's getting crushed by a robot, that might come back into play maybe, later. Maybe, maybe useful. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so yeah, they go. They go in, they, and they issue an APB. I don't know to who. There's like a news network or something the, that's showing all these kids like uh, escape from an orphanage for. Yeah. You get extra water privileges if you help us track these people down. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. We got to find that ball. I think the ball's in here somewhere. 
and they run into the Indian guy. Yeah. And yeah. he says, it's in the Brinks armor truck. Yeah. It's uh, it's using a padlock, which only has a one-digit combination. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Try 66. All right. That'll open it. It's it's, it's like, it's not like uh, 12, 13, 66. 42. Yeah. No, it's 66. And then it pops open. Oh, we got it. And then they all go inside. What I expected to happen there was for India to lock them, lock them in. in. Like, boom. Got them. I found all of them. I get all of your water. Uh-huh. That would have fit to his character uh-huh. from what I thought his character was. But apparently, he's not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So then what why what was he stealing it for? Oh, I don't know if you noticed this item. When they're sitting in the Brinks truck and Bodai is like playing with them again. So the ca- where the camera is is facing them, right? Mm-hmm. That's the back of the Brinks truck. Yeah. But behind the actors, so the camera's getting the background. Do you did yeah. you see what was in the background? No. It was the front of the Brinks truck with the front door open. So anybody could just walk in there. So what the fuck's the point of having it all chained up? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> this this movie had to have been made as a, as a favor or as a school project of some kind. Oh, do you want to hear something interesting? Oh. This movie, now it wasn't produced by him. Okay. His name is not in the producing credits, but it's his production company. Okay. So this guy might have had a hand in this movie. Adam Sandler. No. <laughs> it's it's Mel Brooks's production company. What? Oh. As in... Hold on. Young Frankenstein, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles, Mel Brooks. Comedy legend about Mel Brooks. His company produced it. This puts this whole movie in a different perspective then. <laughs> so I don't know if he had a hand in this in any way, but it was his company that did it. He had to... Maybe he owed a favor. I don't know. Because this doesn't... Maybe the script was originally supposed to be like a five-hour movie, and they, and they had to cut... <laughs> Everything out that, uh-huh. that made any kind of plot sense. That's true. Because oh my, this it's just and it was a short movie. It was like ninety four minutes, something like that. Yeah, this was really short. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was happy. Yeah, and I was. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad now. But maybe if it was a little bit longer, we would have gotten all those questions answered that would have made it an actual movie uh-huh. instead of just a bunch of scenes. These are just a bunch of scenes happening back and forth. What's the thing you say? Scenes are either scroll text moving along, or yeah, they either move the plot forward uh, quickly. Uh, they just like I forget about it. Move on. Just don't worry that's about it. That's scroll text. Right? Yeah, that's scroll just text. Just move on. Forget about it. Yeah, but this this was just there was all the scroll text was at the beginning. Uh huh. Like here's the world, and now it's kind of like uh, all right. It feels like a reality show where they just recorded what happened for over <laughs> a week period. Like all right, we got to edit this together somehow. This is all boring though. So uh-huh. we got to find a way to make it interesting. Oh, let's make uh, oh, some rain happened over here. Oh, there's a flaming baton over here. Uh, tire town or yeah, whatever. Or crazy we'll, bounty hunter. Yeah, uh, he's all psychotic. Yeah, let's put him in there too. Why not? But how do these all fit together? It doesn't matter. These are the best, these are the best <laughs> scenes we got. This is the only <laughs> scenes we got. <laughs> so tire town. The, the cops come to raid tire town, and uh, that bully's with them. Yeah, now, now the bully right, is the like bully, the right hand yeah, man, exactly. the Nazi guy. Uh, they 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 drop Bodhi, uh, and or Bodai, mm-hmm. unless you're the black dude calling him Bodhi all the time. Uh, they drop him like, ah, oh, leave him behind. No big deal. No big deal. That's the whole point why he came out. What do you mean there's no time to go? But he had it. He like he went back to pick it up. Like, no, just leave it. Uh-huh. All right, I guess I'll drop it. Uh-huh. And then uh, the guy from uh, Heroes gets captured. The Indian dude gets captured. Mm-hmm. And we don't know Jamie Gertz is left behind, and they think she dies because the, like the town blows up. They're, her name's Tara. They're right. like Tara. Right. And the whole thing just yeah blows up. 
So we're led to believe that Tara is dead. Right. And the bounty hunters capture the kids. Oh, well, by the way, meanwhile, uh, right before this, before they get to Tire Town, they're like walking through a cave and they find uh, some writings on a wall. Oh, yeah. That is like, hey, there's, there's a symbol that apparently Tara has on her hand. Which- it's tattooed on her, on her, uh, right where they, where you put the Vida Loca. Okay. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about, right the, there? The, the bridge of the thumb and the forefinger. Yeah. It's tattooed there. Yeah. So are we led to believe that when she was a baby, she was brought to the orphanage? So someone tattooed that on her when she was a baby? Oh. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. They don't explain anything. Oh, my God. What is that? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> is, she, is she an alien, If maybe? Maestro was here, he'd have, he'd have would he be defending this movie? Uh, yes. Okay. This seems like a Maestro movie to me. Oh, uh, yeah. This mm-hmm. is definitely a Maestro movie. Damn it! This this movie reminds me a lot of Cole, Cole, the with the crazy oh crawl crawl there you yeah. go with the crazy yeah, yeah. like blade right the the ninja star it, uh, it has that same kind of like shitty eighties look and yeah but a weird storyline but that storyline you can follow it and understand what's yeah, supposed to be happening yeah, but I mean like visually it looks yeah, oh the yeah same. oh for sure for sure there's one there was one scene where somebody was supposed to fire a gun and the laser comes out like about two inches left of the barrel mm-hmm. like it doesn't come out of the barrel like like it should it's just like ah they're not gonna always gonna notice that but i will i'll always <laughs> notice those things so they get captured by these bounty hunters yeah and they the, there's two of them right and i i guess it's it's like a the chinese like pool carts you know how like you go to china yeah yeah, yeah. it's like that but they're but the bounty hunters are sitting in like a chevy <laughs> like the back part yeah, of yeah. a chevy rickshaw yeah they're called so this rickshaw has the back end of it is a Chevy. Yeah. So they're tied up and <laughs> they're tied up to a stick and someone who you can clearly tell is Tara. Right. Shows up and she's just spraying water. They're like, hey, yeah. she's spraying water like nothing. Yeah. Give she- us the water. We'll do whatever. Yeah. We'll give you the small boy. So they <laughs> lead. So they lead them into this weird like valley and then all these guys dressed like Tara show up. Right. And then they flip it and they tie them up and they make them walk in the desert. Right. The bounty hunters. So you find out that Tara is part of the like, eco warriors or something and her long lost dad is the leader of this tribe. Yeah. And he has like a paradise. Like he has like a, a yeah. He has, everything's amazing here. He has a glacier. Which right. produces like water. I don't know how that glacier is still intact if they're in a desert. It's, it's got a very, very uh, high I would like, freezing point. I would like an explanation there. No, 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 no time. You're not getting explanations. No time. We got 94 minutes. So we got to wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the movie starts and then, uh, like when a comedian's on stage, they get that red light, like wrap oh, it up. Yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> this movie's in wrap up mode from like 10 minutes in. Like, all right, we got to wrap it up, guys. Uh-huh. Gotta, but there's things to, all right, next scene. Uh huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, yeah, there, there's an ice cube. Yeah, I'm getting the light. I gotta I, get out of here. Uh, right, okay, we gotta move to the next scene. <laughs> move to the next scene. We don't. We didn't know about the no ice. Time, no time. No time. <laughs> so she's like, "All right, uh, I'm gonna stay here, and there we gotta leave. Why? I don't know. We gotta go find the ball. We gotta go find Bodhi. Mm-hmm. Why? Everything's great here. Yeah, but we're missing a ball. But we, we five minutes ago, ball. you were like, leave the ball. Right? Exactly. Now we gotta go back for it. <laughs> he had the ball in his hands. Uh huh. So we got to leave. All right. Well, you know, I can't leave. And you know, this is paradise. Yeah. And I owe it to my father. But I'll go with you anyway. And your father's more important than us, your friends? Absolutely, yes. The answer should be yes to that. Yeah, he's like the leader of the free world. Right. And he's my father, which I just got reunited with. And there's water here. And uh, yes, this is more important than a ball. That made it rain for a little bit. Guess what? It's raining here all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We don't need to worry about this rain. And of course she says yes. Yeah. She's like, okay, I'll go with you. 
they have a parchment which has the plans on it. This reminds me of Face Off, where 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 uh, Travolta's like, "What are you asking me to do? Hmm, you want me to uh, <laughs> risk my neck? Yeah, and put put, put in the dark everybody they love and care about." Okay, I'll do it. Okay, <laughs> exactly. like, like that was her reaction. Yes, yes, it was. She's this like, "This is a really dumb plan." Well, then don't come. You're gonna need this parchment. All right. Oh, the plan's cool. Let's go, guys. Yeah, we did it. They go to the dam, which okay, there's a dam. Yeah. And they break in, and there's dogs with flashlights on their heads. I don't know. Are they riding rollerblades? I, I kind of felt like they were. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like the dogs were on rollerblades, too. <laughs> no, I don't think they were. No, okay. It, but I, somehow I, I would believe that. Yeah. So they go through the guards, and the the I guess the chief scientist that checked. Oh, hold on. We got to back up for one yeah. second, because this, this is something that strikes a chord with me. Where was your turnoff point in this movie? Oh man, was it early? It it, it was early. It or was been it early. just continuous throughout? <sighs> See the whole turnoff point thing. I feel like I I, I feel like I blocked that section off of my brain because I I know I have to watch this. So oh, I, okay. I, I I'm not looking for it anymore. Okay. At the beginning, I knew for sure I could tell you my turnoff point for every movie watched. Uh-huh. But that it's, it's part's been I've, I've been numbed. Okay. I've been beaten in submission by this podcast to watch movies. But the the way that they get in to the uh. jail. <laughs> All right. Uh, back in high school, uh-huh. I, I was a pole vaulter. Uh huh. So, seeing him pole vault into this thing on rollerblades. <laughs> First of all, it's a steel pole. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So steel doesn't bend. No. 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 <laughs> in order for those poles to bend, they are made out of fiberglass, and they have certain tensile strengths based on your weight. Uh-huh. Uh So the the length. And the width. You're talking about a real pole vault. Yes, a pole. real pole vault. Okay, pole. it's fiberglass. Okay. Yeah, it's fiberglass. They okay. do have these metal ones that are meant, meant for training, but they're not, you're not supposed to actually pole vault with them. They, they, they bend a lot, <laughs> uh, just so you can practice your, your form on the, on the, uh, uptick, uh-huh. uh, to, uh, bring up your knee, make that C shape with your back, that whole thing. But th- if you get a regular metal pole, it's not going to bend. <laughs> There's no bend in, yeah. the, in these metal. And, and, so he does, the, and it's it's obviously a pole vaulting pole because mm-hmm. it has the bend. He has a perfect form. It's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, he goes over the top. This guy used to be in the Olympics, I guess. Uh, and wall he, wall on roller wall on roller blade. Yes. Uh, and then <laughs> he gets over. Then the pole turns back into a pole. Hits the thing. Makes that boom. That hollow pole sound, uh-huh. which would not bend if it was a real pole. <laughs> yeah. I just I saw it I'm like oh. I was kind of like, oh, pole vaulting, that's cool, but then, oh. I wasn't even paying attention to that, Adam. Okay. Well, yeah, because I, I, I used to pole vault in high school. It, it just, I saw it and I was like, this is ridiculous. That, okay. If I survived at <laughs> this point, that would have been the turnoff point. Like, you've got to be kidding me. You didn't do any research. And this guy's just, pull- <laughs> so the guy who gets in, he's just pulling, he's just pulling button right. triggers and he's like, oh, I hope this works. And then yeah. the gates open and everything. Yes. Yeah, so electrocution. They kill sparks. two guards by electrocuting them. Yeah. <laughs> They, the so the chief scientists of the Nazis they have this robot that can drill through the bodai yeah but it's like a killbot it's weird looking it has like d- different hands and drills and has cameras for eyes you know weirdly enough it looks kind of like an Alakazam which is a Pokemon he's got the, the oh way, yeah the way that the face shape uh-huh. is it, yeah I could see like whiskers right exactly on it. yeah yeah oh nice reference yeah it also looks like the uh, the member Terminator three the first batch of robots they made that. That rolled on the on those wheels, and they had like a really like wide body. Yes, yeah. It also kind of okay. looks like that too. Okay, yeah, I go with that too. Yeah, so it's trying to drill into the boat eye, and it doesn't fucking work. So the kids, I don't, this dam looks huge. Like this, this looks like uh, Cobra Commander's base. 
Yeah. And they instantly find where the fucking ball is. So, so, so this whole, <laughs> right. the whole world is run by this water or uh-huh. runs off of this water. It's like the currency of the world type yes. of thing. They had four guards pretty much guarding <laughs> yeah. this and four dogs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Four guards that were dispatched very easily and four dogs with flashlights that were left behind just by taking two steps on a, on a stairs. Yeah. Or on a ladder. All right. That's your security. Then they walk into the main room. And by like, the way... The, like nothing. Yeah, exactly. And, and they like, found it. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Well, I guess they had the map, but still. Oh, that's true. Does that mean they killed all the guards along the way, or were there no guards along the way? I don't know. Why didn't we see any of this? Because <laughs> it was the red light. Yeah, red light. Oh, we got to wrap it up, guys. We got to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. So they get to the main room, and there's the... Uh, but they're trying to kill Bodhi. I, for some reason, the, the, the Nazi uh, leader guy, he wants... To destroy Bodhi, because I guess it, it already existed in a previous Yeah, world. there's some legend that foretolds... Again, more background should have been, yeah. been great in this There's some like legend, because the Indians' crew, yeah, they yeah. were like, oh, if it came from the stars and it'll help our world. Right. I guess this guy knows that tale, too. <sighs> and he wants to destroy it because he has all the water. Right. I was, I'm, I'm in control now, so let's destroy this thing. So they're firing Is this guy the him. boss? Like, I feel like he's an underling to someone else. Like, I feel like there's another bigger boss. Yeah. But it seems like this guy's running the show. The, 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 I don't think there's any bosses anywhere. <laughs> the, the, the boss is the water, maybe. That's, that's the whole thing. I don't know. Oh, it's sentient? Yes. Yeah, it's the water sentient. <laughs> so. I mentioned an arm break earlier. Yeah. This is where it comes. They, uh, they break one of the... Yeah, the Alakazam guy. The, they break the robot's uh, camera eye. Yeah. So it's kind of blindish. He's, he's got two camera eyes, uh, which I guess help him see the physiology, phys- physiology mm-hmm. of, the, of, of Bodhi uh, in order to better drill it, into it's him. It's to find its weak point. Yeah. Which, it, it's, sc- it's scanning it to find a, an entry point into it so he can break right. it. Then but he the finds drill, the weak point. But the drill bit breaks. It doesn't work. And then it... it, it the the drill bit explodes and hits the Nazi guy in the face a little bit. He's a little bloody. So he's like, "Oh God!" Yeah. Kids break in, and then the punk kid is in there, and he tries to fight Jason Patrick, and because they have a little history. Yeah. And then the camera breaks on the eye, so the robot's freaking out, and then they break the other eye. So this robot arm is just grabbing randomly. Yeah. And it grabs the Nazi guy, and it like has him in the arm. He's like, "Oh!" Yeah. It's like breaking his arm. It's pretty, breaking yeah, his arm pretty much. I, I would think so. If this is meant to destroy some. Orb that's pretty much impenetrable mm-hmm. that took uh, a couple hours to just weaken. Yeah, yeah, I should break him in half. So the, the okay, uh, so all hell's breaking loose and the computer's like self destruct sequence starting. Yeah, now yellow alert, red alert. Okay, so based the, off what though? <laughs> based off Alakazam going down. <laughs> based off the Nazi guy dying. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Red alert. Red Does lies. his heart have a? Uh, have a have a thing in it yeah. to notify it, like kill, in Spawn. Yeah, it's got a kill switch. Yeah, <laughs> you ever see Spawn? Yes. Yeah, remember they put the thing in Martin Sheen's heart. Yeah, like, my world stops, the world ends. Right, and then Spawn uses a little magic to rip it out. Oh man, Leguizamo. Yeah, yeah, Leguizamo's in that. Oh boy. So they have a self destruct. Okay, if if I'm the Nazi guys in here, yeah. my self destruct sequence wouldn't be let the dam be destroyed and the people get the water. Right. My self-destruction would be start putting bleach into that water. Oh. So no one gets the goddamn water. Oh, okay. I've never understood this in movies. Like, the bad guy has a base that blows up. I guess you're blowing up evidence, but in this world, what the fuck police force is going to no. stop you? You are, you are the only police force. Yeah. So they get out, and then they get out in time. And oh, but by the way, there's a weird scene where like they were breaking computers. Ugh. 
And as they were breaking, like the monitors, water started pouring through some of the monitors or something. That's how much water is in this dam, dude. It's just, it's it's just everywhere. coming out of everywhere. It's everywhere. But why is the dam getting compromised? <laughs> what is happening to the actual walls? I mean, they're yeah, they're having like fisticuffs inside. Uh-huh. But at what point does that equal dam breaking? What cracked the dam? Why is there a crack in the dam? There's no explosions, really. Mm-hmm. If you, if you knock a mar- if I hit this monitor on my screen, it's not going to start. This whole desk is not going to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it yeah, works. Yeah, that's true. So it's all right. So this computer screen broke. Great. If, if this screen breaks, it's a sort of fail safe. Oh, we lost the screen. Destroy everything. Mm-hmm. What the? This doesn't make sense. Yeah. So they get out. Yeah. And the fucking dam breaks. So the world gets its water back. Well, the whole world doesn't. Just water's now available in this one area. Right. And the, Bodhi does this this weird uh, Field of Dreams type of thing where he just disappears and like, all right, I'll be watching you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and he forms like a sphere around them and then he takes off. Yeah. And everyone's like, bye, Bodhi. And then they all jump in the pool in the water to yeah. swim. And the movie ends. Right. That, that, the, the ending scene credits is like the uh, the beginning opening credits of Baywatch. Where they're just like, yeah. they're, they're just running towards the water. Yeah, we have water now. Uh-huh. And all right. And that, that, yeah, that's it. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention was that machine that simulates what you're afraid of. Oh, yeah. That was kind of cool. That w- that was cool. That guy who was like, hey, I know about that ball. Okay, we'll torture you now. Yeah. That guy, he had ants crawling all over him. Right. And then it was all simulation. Yeah. So that punk kid. That was confusing. <laughs> the Nazi guy's like, it'll show your worst fear. Here, let me show you. And he sees like his hand. Well, the, his the, flesh is like ripping off his hand. But it's weird though because the Nazi guy told him like what about your skin getting ripped off and then put his hand in there because it's supposed to simulate your own fear yeah so but so did he just guess he right he accepted him yeah he's, he's right <laughs> he did he accepted him yeah so that, but but he planted but, something okay in his but hand. he all right oh god this idiot uh bully guy uh-huh. he just witnessed how the machine works uh-huh. knows it's not really happening and then it happens to him and he's freaking out because he's a Fucking idiot, dude. Yeah. He's a bully. He's a, yeah, stupid job. And he runs off too. When yeah. the self destruction sequence, he's like, "Oh God!" Yeah, <laughs> he takes off. Do you think they were thinking sequel? That guy comes back with an even bigger Nazi party. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> he runs off and gets to another encampment, uh, but he's been infected. His blood is now running rampant. Ooh. He's being chased by a dog. Nice. So that's the um, that's the it, thing. Is that? From another movie? The thing. Oh. <laughs> Come on. You threw me off, dude. <laughs> it was a layup. Sorry. <laughs> so that's, that's the dogs come back in. The dogs are in overblades. That's right. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's the movie. We kind of ran through everything. I, it's quick. That's because there's not a lot to go by in this yeah, movie. Yeah, there's not a lot of substance to grab onto here. Yeah. Jason, uh, Jason Patrick is actually in... One of my favorite horror movies of all time. Do you ever watch The Lost Boys? I have not. The I've vampire never, I've movie? Never seen I've, I've heard a lot about it, but I've never actually watched Him it. Him and this chick, Tara, are in it. Okay. And I love that name. For vampire teenagers who never age, The Lost Boys. That's that's so awesome. I, I recognize Jason Patrick. He, 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 I've seen him in a lot of different things, but looking at his resume here, like nothing... He's, he's on the current season of Wayward Pines, that show on Fox. Yeah. He uh, Oh, he was in a really good movie called Narc. You should check that out. It's with him and Ray Liotta. It's about corrupt cops maybe in th- Detroit. Maybe that's where I saw him from them. Narc? I, I think I may, may have seen that one. Narc's good, dude. Because I was, I was going through his list and like, I recognize his face, but I don't recognize any of these movies. He was movies. in Speed 2, Cruise Control. He yeah. replaced Keanu. 
Do you ever watch Speed 2? No. Oh, God, it's William terrible. Defoe, right? Yeah. It's it's really fucking bad, dude. Sleepers. Yes. That's where I recognize He's him in from. Sleepers. Okay. He's the main kid. Yes. That really religious uh, kid. Okay, got it. Well, the grown-up version of that kid. I like Sleepers. Sleepers is good. That was a good one. Brad movie. Pitt, Jason Patrick, Dustin Hoffman. Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon, he's the fucking guard, dude. Fuck that guy. Oh, man. I hate that guy. See, but he... he that reaction is exactly why he's a good actor. Yeah. Because he, he makes you hate him. How about how about uh, that football game they played in Sleepers, dude? Where they fucked each... Remember, oh, yeah, Remember yeah. the warden's like, okay, boys, let's mm-hmm, take it mm-hmm, easy mm-hmm. on the boys. And then as soon as they tackle Kevin Bacon, it was game on. And they weren't even tackling. They were just... <laughs> they were doing wrestling moves on the, on the mud. <laughs> Like the one guy just stuck his forearm out, and the guy went. Rawr! He ran into him. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Closing thoughts on Solar Babies, Adam. I I don't understand how this how this movie got made. Okay. Or or what what the process was. The fact that Mel Brooks is involved is is, is very confusing. I don't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't rectify that in my in my head. Uh huh. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like it could have been a good concept had they maybe explained some more things. And eh, I don't know. No, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't know about that. Ah, yeah, it's, 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 it felt like a lot of movies combined together, and maybe that's where all the uh, like roller rollerball. They just took that one concept from this movie, Mad Max, made a movie, Mad Max made a movie, mm-hmm. and those were fine by themselves. But put them all together, this is just a big pile of shit. Yeah, uh, I wasn't a fan. No, this is pretty bad. Yeah, uh, the acting from everybody was horrible. Yes, all bad acting. Yes, and again, I don't like the fact that the one Indian guy was played by the whitest man alive. So, <laughs> is uh, is this on your Zombiever level? No, bad? it's not that bad. It's above that. No, yes, yeah, above that for sure. Okay. This is this is this to me is like the same level as Mad Max. Okay, the first one. There's like, what is what is happening here? This is all just kind of like weird and for no reason. And it's pretty much the same kind of theory. It's like it's a post-apocalyptic world. They haven't got their footing yet. Maybe the part two of Solar Babies will be better, like the uh, Fury Road or uh, the Road, Road Warrior. Warrior. I don't know. But then again, I don't want to see a sequel. Well, there wasn't one. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of them. We have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. I couldn't find any. <laughs> well, on Rotten Tomatoes, where I get the cri- where I get the the critic stuff from. All right, um, there were four top critic reviews, but they were blank. Oh, so they just like a star rating. That they was gave it? you a URL to click on to read the full review, but half of them were broken links. Oh wow! So I just so there's no reviews. So it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. I see. So you're gonna go in blind. Okay. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system of the Rotten Tomatoes score, it goes like this. Oh. Zero to uh, zero to one hundred. It's an average score from zero to one hundred amongst critics in the audience. Zero to fifty nine percent is rotten. Sixty percent to eighty four percent is fresh, and eighty five percent and up is certified fresh. Do you want to guess the critics or the audience first, Adam? Uh, let's do the critics first. Okay. Anything from zero to one hundred. Uh, I'm going closer to zero. Okay. Uh, there's nothing redeeming about this movie. Mm-hmm. So, but how low do I want to go? I'll give it a 11%. 0%. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. That makes me happy. Now the audience. Audience. Now remember, this guy picked it not because he liked it. Because yeah. This is on the st- top of his stink list, I think he said, or okay. his rotten list. 4%. Add another 4. 8? 44%. What? Uh huh. Oh, what the? Yep. 
That that doesn't make sense at all. I know. That's very upsetting. I'm sorry. From 0% to 44%. Uh, That's a huge disparity between the critics and the viewers. Yeah. That that, that means it's, it's false positive. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, throwing the whole, all the results out. Hey, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. Oh. We noticed that Paul Giamatti <laughs> has been in a lot of the movies we're doing. And since we both equally love him, we decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in the movie? I'm guessing the Nazi guy? Or yeah. maybe the Charles Durney character, the the warden, for a few quick scenes? Yeah, it's just the, the whole age thing. Is the bounty hunter throw it off. Yeah, well, he's I, too silly. He wouldn't. If if you it need was, to be silly for that, yeah, I'd like him to be the the nerdy one in the group. Okay, if if, if age wasn't a factor, well, eighty five. He's a young guy. Okay, yeah. Then the, he's the, probably old enough to be the the nerdy kid. Yeah, in the, the group. guy with the glasses. It almost was like a screw the whole mission type of thing. Oh, geez, Paul. Yeah, you're gonna screw this up. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go for that. Okay. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. I didn't find a lot, so bear with me. Shocking. All of the main characters' names are from Enlightenment legends and myths from various cultures. Terra is reference to Earth. Right. Bodai um, is something. I don't know. The name Solar Babies refers to the characters seeing themselves as the children of the sun in the dry, waterless future in which they live. What? Damn. But then, why did the scorpions get a cool name? I don't know. <laughs> That's bleak. Uh, last one. The movie was filmed on location in Spain, a country selected for its abundant desert landscape. Oh. Ironically, production was held up for several weeks due to, of all things, rain. Wow. But I thought the rain in Spain stayed mainly in the plains. <laughs> Is that not where this was filmed? All right. No, it was in the deserts. Uh, <laughs> Money makes the world go round, Adam. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for this movie, $25 million Whoa. in 1986. Whoa. $25 million in 86. Give me your guess for its total worldwide gross. Now, remember, yeah, this guy. One of five people in the theaters, I would say. No, he was the only oh, one. the only one? Okay. And it was the second week it was released. Oh, wow. $25 million. I'm going to go with even less than a million. I'll go 800,000. Okay. Uh, I couldn't find a foreign gross. Right. So we're going based off of its U.S. domestic gross. $1.5 million. Oh, okay. Off of a $25 million budget. Damn. That's worse than last week's Hackers. <laughs> that is a lot worse. What was it? $20 million budget? Yeah. With a $7 million gain? Yeesh. This film debuted in 15th place. Oh, fifteenth place on the weekend of November twenty eighth, Thanksgiving weekend, nineteen eighty six. Oh, back in back in those days, I was like ten movies in a theater. Yeah. So how is that even possible? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it debuted in fifteenth place on Thanksgiving weekend, nineteen eighty six, with seven hundred four thousand six hundred ninety two. Number one that week was Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Is that the whale one? No, that's the Last Frontier. That's the fifth one. Yeah. Okay. Or the wait. Where's the one with God? Isn't there a Star Trek movie where they fight God or like a God figure? That might be five. I think four is the whale one. There's a God figure in the in the show. No, it's not Q. It's a guy. Uh, oh, okay. I don't watch Star Trek. Okay. But I listened to a podcast where they reviewed either four or five. And they said that Spock has a brother that no one knew about. And he's the leader of like this cult group. 
and he takes them to this planet where their god exists, but the god who shows up is like our god, like oh, a Christian god. Oh, it's, and, and okay. he's like a floating head. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's five. So I that's think, that's frontier. So four is the whales voyage home. Yeah, I guess so. Because they have to go home to save the the ecosystem yeah. for the whales. Oh, was... It doesn't fucking matter, dude. Oh. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the forty second highest grossing film in the category post apocalypse. Forty second. Well, it is post-apocalypse because... What's number one? We're in the year 41. Yeah, right. <laughs> number one is The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Oh, I guess. That, yeah, that's technically accurate. Finally, this was the 155th highest grossing film of 1986. <laughs> number one that year was Top Gun. And that's back when there wasn't a lot of movies being made. Yeah. So that's really low. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> bad. Yeah. Uh, that's 1986's Solar Babies, directed by Alan Johnson. Check out the website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes like Zombie Joker did. Yeah, man. And help us out in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we will watch it before any other requests. Next week, uh, I'm not sure. We're going we're gonna to work it out. Might be a surprise. If you want. Well, yeah, a surprise. Yeah. We'll see. We'll be a surprise. We'll figure it out. Because we have a list of movies we got to go through. Oh, yeah. And uh, we have to update the Google Drive. Right. <laughs> got to stay plugged in, man. Yep. We got to update our Bodai, <laughs> a.k.a. Google Drive. <laughs> I feel like the list wants me to do a certain movie. <laughs> but you can't hear what it's telling me. So uh-huh. it'll be a mystery forever. Mm-hmm. So dumb. So, uh, Solar Babies. Yeah. Never again? No. This is not even uh, recommending. Was this a, uh, it was a movie or worse no, than it was, that? No, it was bad. It was a bad movie. So it's worse than that? Yeah. Oh, because it was a movie. It was just fine, right? Yeah. If it was a movie, it wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was just like, all right. It was fine? It's, yeah. Like Hackers last week. Yeah. Hackers is fine. Yeah. It's, nah, it, was, it was a movie. Yeah. This, no, this one I would not recommend. In fact, I would recommend against it. Okay. Uh, just because it's a waste. Even, oh. even as short as it was, it's, yeah. it's still a waste of time. Sadly, there was no one from The Wire in this movie. <laughs> we had like three straight movies where there's someone from The Wire right. in the cast. <laughs> there was no one from there in here. Right. But I like the Peter Petrelli brother pool, dude. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah. That was, it was bothering me. Like, I, I know this guy. Where the, where the hell do I know him from? And I pulled it up. Boom. Also, because I'm watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now, and he's in it. So his, his face is fresh in my mind. Okay. Even though he looks kind of like Hitler in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> it's okay. a weird look. <laughs> Well, uh, tune in next week for our mystery movie. We'll figure yep. out what it is. Come yeah, on. Until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Adam. Adam.